0: i Spaces
1: BMBM. today we just have uh canal with us right now um maybe it's friday so many things happening in this space so not sure how many people would join but we do this every week um trying to bring together different aspects of culture crypto um within crypt- like within the ecosystem, and more particularly about how um Bat-Kits community is sort of like becoming this cultural emblem within the cosmos ecosystem and today's topic is about builder culture fit and which is one of the key reasons which has made batkis collections so successful. It's about the. It's about the how, in within the cosmos ecosystem, a lot of folks um, started acquiring bad kids early on before there was any high weather before um, there was so much awareness about bad kids. It just was like people wanted to identify themselves with something. Um, and broadly in other ecosystems, it was uh, NFTs were a huge boom with uh, CryptoPunks, Bored Ape Club, um, and and another ecosystem like in Solana, MadLads um, picked up quite a bit. And within Cosmos, there was not any prominent NFT collection. Um, and also talked a lot about. You know how within Cosmos ecosystem there is a lot of fragmentation. Um, every uh, there are separate app chains. Each app chain has its own ecosystem, and um, and a lot of ecosystems have their own NFT collections. As um, so, it was very hard to kind of identify how the ecosystem comes together. Um, and who are the builders um, behind um, like Cosmos? And suddenly, when like Bad Kids came about, initially started with small meetups. Um, like for me, I personally acquired a Bad Kid um, because I wanted to join a meetup that was being hosted by Josh, as Capitalist um, co-founder and Cosmos co-founder, and he asked if I had a Bad Kid. Um and the small meetup. Uh, back then the holders were very few. Um and like that's how I acquired it. And sort of like this is how in those esoteric circles, um, gets started becoming this common thing that people talk about. Um, and more and more like teams like within teams within Cosmos started acquiring it. And soon you realize, like, a lot of people started to see bad kids as a common point of discussion. And, um, like, teams like Stride went on to acquire um, a bunch of bad kids uh, from their treasury, um, a proposal put by Sasha on um, Stride's forum. And that's how, like, a lot of like builders got involved. So every project, every team member, every founder within the Cosmos ecosystem had a bad kit. And that became like the floor of sorts or the foundation of sorts, like who are who are the people who are acquiring bad kits? It was majorly only builders and started to sort of become the center point of identification within the broader ecosystem. And that's like beautiful part about How um, you like fast forward? Twenty twenty four. You see, like so many people interested in bad kids, but still most of like the major portion of the holders in terms of at least like individual holders, you see, are still majorly like builders, and that sort of has become very, very interesting and exciting um, of how. Uh, it has become an index of uh, of builders within cosmos ecosystem um so this is what like we like today's topic is about this is what we're going to talk about. We like four to five people we just like and invite everyone on the stage um talk about what they think about uh um, um, bat kits and how do they identify like how is it different from other NFT collections where um and like how, how would they like resonate it as a builder? If any one of you is a builder here, how do you identify yourself um with bad kids and um yeah, take it forward from there? I actually, sent everyone uh a request to speak. If you accept we can go forward from there. I guess we have quite a um, Mike shy, uh, audience today. So like this, so we're on a podcast with friends, validator, um, and Yuri from, um, friends validator and was talking, like he was asking like about like, are bad kids the crypto punks of Cosmos ecosystem? And I strongly feel, yes, they are. Um, like, if you look at all these major NFT collections that have become the benchmark within different ecosystems, you look at they all have one key characteristics, um, whether that's CryptoPunks within Ethereum ecosystem, Mad Lads and Solana, and now Kids within Cosmos ecosystem. All of those had their genesis, early on um, with the main player, the main like drivers of the ecosystem, acquiring those um, NFTs and like rocking them as their PFPs. So to identify themselves to like a specific uh, circle. So um, that's how CryptoPunks initially, a lot of these Ethereum um, builders started acquiring it before of course it became Um, like almost any you started acquiring it for speculative reasons. But early on, it was just like every builder within Ethereum um, had a CryptoPunk if if they were early on. And Neum is a very mature ecosystem with a lot of users. So um, it tends to like grow at scale very quickly. Um, Similarly happened with, MadLAds early on, proposed by backpack team um, and a lot of things that backpack teams were experimenting with nfts it almost like everyone within Solana ecosystem, if they were building builder, they um, got a mad lad or they acquired a mad lad to almost communicate with other builders and you have you start to like create a lot of resonance with other people who have similar identity they are putting out a similar thing. And same thing has happened now with um, Batkits. Like, Batkits like, launched in 2022. Till 2023, it was, I think, so majorly um, held by only builders. No speculations, no flippings. The volumes were very low um, for kits because people were not buying and selling them. And in this, this resonance of psych has created this culture of most of the people within Cosmos ecosystem saying BM rather than GM, Uh, a lot of um, teams within Cosmos ecosystem, almost acquiring this as like a marketing tool to attract. Um, They put out like different things that are related to bad kits. It's because like audience that you want to target is a sub, the major audience is a subset of, um uh so bad kits are a strong subset or a very relevant subset within the broader cosmos user ecosystem um or builder community and that is that all these different n f t collections have something very similar that like they they all have strong um strong presence within um the drivers of the ecosystem and then they Tend to become the benchmark. So now new NFT collections are coming in um, uh, more and more on StarGaze and more and more in other ecosystems, which um, which like bad kits have paved the way. Um, but it just says that most of those would become for collections for holding, but there are very few collections that get that um, builder and um, um, so kunal like. Like, and, and you accepted the request. I know you have, um, you had a bad kid. I'm not sure you still have You had a bad kid. Made you buy a bad kid. Like, back then, when I know when you acquired a bad kid, it was not very popular. Um, what was your thought process? Like, okay, I want to buy a bad kid. What was the motivation?
2: Sure. Uh, can you guys hear me?
1: Yes, I can hear you
2: uh cool so like just for context i have never held uh any other nfts ever um and like i've always been intrigued by the idea uh of holding an nft but i just never got um you know that feel of the space or like if it is something that i understand and whether i should invest um you know like something substantial into buying an NFT, but, uh, of course, like I have been, uh, like building in cosmos for a while being part of persistence before. And, um, so uh, like a lot of people around me, of course, were also building in cosmos and, um, being an early part of the ecosystem, I was seeing all these builders, um, aping into bad kids and on Twitter, I would see that, you know, each of these founders or even people who have been part of the ecosystem for a while would have a bad kid. So, um, it was almost as if like, I felt FOMO um, into buying it and it was more like, Oh, I want to be, I also want to be part of this group. And I also want, uh, to like, basically bad, a bad kid to be attached to my identity um since uh, like the people that i was interacting with like at least on twitter and online was majorly part of cosmos and all of them had a bad kid um so yeah that's what drove me i would say uh, more or less it was fomo but as soon as i got it like of course i hadn't uh, held any nft before this so i understood like why people want to hold any nft for that matter because it makes you feel uh, you know part of this exclusive group of people and uh, yeah like it's true that i used to hold <laughs> one bad kid i don't anymore because because of some unfortunate circumstances <laughs> my wallet got hacked um and the only regret like not the only regret but the biggest regret uh i have um since being in crypto is losing my bad kids not just because of like all the airdrops and all the financial gain that I would have made but also I just like of course during all of these conversations I, I do feel a lot of FOMO now uh I wish I could afford it now but yeah that's where it stands right now
1: okay <laughs> the other thing that I wanted to understand is like since you like described there was a FOMO and always like most of the actions Act as like okay, you want to be part of something which is already kickstarted, right? so that feeling to get in early. Like if you're missing the early train, you don't want to be too late to the party. So you, you sort of like in. But there've been so many different NFT collections um, before Bad Kids and after Bad Kids as well. Um, what do you think they don't have? What like what induced the same FOMO for you because you never had an uh, NFT. Before this. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Um, okay. So like I maybe I didn't understand uh, your question. It's it's like, what is bad kids doing different from other NFT collections?
1: For you particularly, like what I want to understand is like you said you got four more okay, okay. but there have been so many different collections that have gotten a lot of that similar traction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um particularly about like bad kids. There was like um so what, what what was that turning point for you that, okay, do you, did you think like, okay, it, because was it that other NFTs are acquired by a certain other group or this NFT was being acquired by more and more like of the group that you resonated with? What is that like key differentiator between other NFTs are doing really well and you not getting forward in and within like bad kids getting um like, like, you forming into bat like bad kids particularly what, what's the difference between these two
2: yeah so um i would say like as i said was never big into nfts and uh, like all of these uh, nft collections that uh i think have like a great culture and that uh feeling of being a part of a community are majorly on ethereum um, and like, I would say, honestly, I also felt a bit, like a bit, uh, what, how should I say this, uh, a bit core, like cornered out of these collections because like, of course, like if I go on open and check their prices, like how, how can I join that community? It's almost like, okay. Like, first of all, I can't afford it. And it's also like, like I never found myself resonating with. Uh, those kind of people, like not saying that they are not great builders or they're not important part of the crypt- crypto sphere, but like it was a uh, like yeah, like something non uh, reachable for me at that point. Uh, but with bad kids, it was like okay, like somebody I work with owns a bad kid, somebody that I have met owns a bad kid. Um, so like that made me feel a part of a community even more. And in terms of culture, like you would see that, like, for example, if you own a bad kid, like, let's say you just got a bad kid, like you will do BM on Twitter and you will put, uh, like put out the picture, like immediately three or more or four bad kids would reply to that, you know, BM and all of that. So I think that culture and like being really open, um, is really something different, uh, with bad kids that I found.
1: Understood. So one important thing that you brought up and uh, like like to highlight that too is it, it's so very, very important to have like for each NFT collection, such as like bad kits to have a niche, right? So operating in a niche and then you have like a small circle that a lot of people like almost are creating uh, these daily basis interaction become that center point, And from there, it starts to get more and more people in right so like an nft collection uh which is an nft collection which launches um does not get that aura from what i gather right such so as it starts small it starts with your group and from there it starts to become become a phenomena which goes onto social media which goes into like teams um which is a very good point. Like, I personally see, like, today, most Cosmos teams have, like, as a requirement, like, some teams have acquired a lot of bad kids um, to give up to their teams so that when they go to Cosmos events or they're online or they're tweeting anything, it just becomes as, oh, yeah, these guys have belong to all, to, like, a certain team. Um, we also have Jack here. I- I'm not sure if he can j- join as a speaker who himself, like, for the longest period of time, I think so was the proud owner of the most expensive bad kit, um, which was his PFP as well. Um, and now that price has gone from like I, from what I remember, Jack's PFP was eight thousand at that time, and from what I um, saw just yesterday it was like forty six thousand um, worth of the last PFP. So. Um Jack would love to hear from you what got you into Bad Kids. How do you associate yourself to Bad Kids and um yeah, what do you think how why does it is so relevant within Cosmos Builder ecosystem? Yeah,
3: I mean I um when Stargaze launched Bad Kids was one of the first events and you know we were we, like I've been in Cosmos for a long time we got some stars and I wanted to try out the platform. So I went and tried to mint the NFT projects that I thought were cool, that they initially had. And I was like, man, these kids are funky. I'll mint them, because they were cheap. So I minted three of them and didn't really think a whole lot about it. And I think the next Stargaze project that I was really excited about was um, Stargazers with the... uh, the profile banners, I really love those. I, I still have the custom one they made for me as my profile banner and the Strangelove profile banner. Um, and then, you know, I, I think that if you listen to interviews with me from a couple of years ago, uh, even like about a year ago, probably, I would have said something like, you know, I don't really get NFTs, you know, it, it's like I see people are excited about it, but I always had a profile picture of me as a person. Um, And then slowly but surely, I noticed that all of the folks that I had worked with in the early years of Cosmos started putting up bad kids as their profile pictures. And I was like, this is really cool. I can see how this, you know, I don't know if you guys have read uh, Sam Hart's piece called Squad Wealth. But this idea of using these NFTs to sort of convey culture and and being a part of an in-group, I was like, "Okay, I get this. And I think, um, and I was like, okay, cool. Well, like I have three bad kids, but none of them really speak to me. And I haven't seen anyone buying like expensive bad kids. And maybe that's a fun way to make a splash as I like turn my profile into a bad kid. And that's when I bought the one that I have now. And I think at the time it was one of the more expensive bad kid purchases. And I I think I spent like 8,000 bucks on it at the time. And I was like, Man, this is a steal because all of these popular Ethereum NFT projects are so much more expensive. Like that would have been below the floor on a lot of popular Ethereum NFT projects at the time. And like this clearly has this um cachet within the Cosmos ecosystem. And, you know, I, I think Sunny and Dogemos like were also rocking bad kids throughout that time. And that was kind of the beginning of it. But um yeah, I, I just I think the art is playful, it's fun, it really embodies a lot of what makes Cosmos different.
1: Um, awesome. You you also brought a very uh similar point what Nal was mentioning, that before this point, um like most of the people who are today hold bad kits never had NFTs. They were not into NFTs, they don't understand like how these markets work, and suddenly um bad kits came about and everyone started rocking those as their PFPs and then everyone started buying in. How much do you think the daily interest part in creating an uh, NFT collection into a culture symbol? Um from your perspective? Like like you uh start, um you've been involved with Stargaze, you've been involved with all major other Cosmos projects and you have these touch points with all these builders on daily basis. Do you think like these interactions through like BM or like other things make a huge difference of turning an NFT collection into a culture symbol?
3: Yeah. I mean, you know, I think that the bad kids thing has kind of grown up organically. And I think that's a huge piece of it. You can try to engineer these things, but I, I don't think that that, ends up working you know people like a large group of people have to decide that these things have collective value they have to decide collectively that these are the markers of these cult of this culture and it, and it sort of like grows over time but it is definitely extremely important because when you say something like bm instead of gm it's a a crypto in group thing people in crypto say gm you know here we say g in this house we say gm um, but you know, it's even this smaller subset where you're saying like, hey, this like weird subset of internet people, like we're a part of that, but we're a part of an even like weirder, smaller subset. And I, I think that, you know, that is a key thing for any culture is to have symbols of being in an in-group and symbols of being in an out-group. So yeah, I think that those things are extremely important.
1: That, that's a beautiful point. I think it describes the whole narrative around bad kids so well uh in succinct manner is that you want to be part of like these inner groups and creating something that is very unique gives that opportunity and BM has become that and bad kids in general has become that. Um though Um shut up uh, shut up on board. You know. uh, um so w- what do you think like
3: well, you're, speaking of speaking your, of NFTs? We have one of the, uh-huh. We Levi just showed up, one of the most OG of OG NFT people. Um, Levi built, I, I might butcher this, but so Levi, if, I, if I'm wrong here, just start sending thumbs up, thumbs, thumbs downs rapidly. But uh, Levi wrote Metaplex around Solana, which was uh, the, the piece that helped sort of like spark a lot of the Solana uh, NFT activity back in the day um also also a cosmonaut so he knows a ton about this nft space but um yeah bad kid another sort of like cultural thing with bad kids has been the bad kids meetups at conferences um and, and i think that that is like very emblematic of the cosmos culture if you look at things like board ape yacht club and a lot of these other nft cultures their meetups end up being these like really um party type atmospheres where there's like you know at a big club and i, I I'm thinking mainly about the board API club here, but um that that that's kind of a vibe, whereas with bad kids, every bad kid's meetup I've been to has been at some like kind of shitty dive bar, and everyone's just sitting around drinking beer or talking to each other and it's more about the company of the people and the discussion you have rather than the glitz and the glamour and i think that that really speaks that particular aspect is carried across in the art for bad kids and it's also deeply within the cosmos culture you know we don't really care about the right narrative or things like that we care about technology that works we want rough consensus and running code and we want secure and stable systems that we can build this the future of france on and you know i think that the bad kids culture embodies that and if you look at what's happening in a lot of other ecosystems like in ethereum with this ethereum alignment thing and the sort of religious ideas on how blockchains should scale that are embodied by different ecosystems cosmos because of the modularity is this place that is kind of uniquely egalitarian and encourages experimentation in a way that I think other ecosystems don't. And, you know, the culture of bad kids, like that's a, that's a culture that has resonance beyond just Cosmos builders also for other builders. And I think that that's a big part of the reason why bad kids has been popular outside of Cosmos is like that, that vibe people love.
1: Uh, amazing points. I, I resonate to the point that you said about the dive bars thing so much <laughs> is that recently, recently recently have been hosting these uh, micro meetups, which call like BM Bangalore or BM Mumbai, I soon plan to do like BM Dubai as well. And it just says that you, you're not trying to overdo anything. You just like invite 10 people, all of them come. And there is this, some something with Cosmos, I think, so that's been beautiful. Is that you have this, um, almost like a foundation that it's a no bullshit thing. People would come up and they would discuss like last uh, BM Bangor event we hosted. There were ten people for four hours. They non stop just discussed tech and everything that's happening in within interchain, but also like beyond like zk EVMs and how uh, DA layers are being now built, and modularity. It's just it's so beautiful to see. Nobody is here talking about price. Nobody is here talking about what, what would be like, what's the hype. It just says like everyone talks, want to talk about concrete things. And I think that's that's been embodied into Bad Kids because it's was sort of like the first big collection within Cosmos ecosystem. and. Um, the other important thing, like if anyone wants to pick this, um, what do you think, Jack, in, in particular to you is, do you think like bad kits now are this unification point also, which Cosmos lacked for a long time in terms of everything is modular. Every app chain has its own ecosystem. It's hard to identify who is building in Cosmos and who is not, or who is aligned. And suddenly you have a collection, which is, now, a reflection point of every team. So, is like Batkits become also like this index of Cosmos builders? Like, would you see that from coming being like the founding member of this ecosystem now? I mean,
3: yes, in a way, you know, it's a way to show allegiance with this, what I would call a very like pragmatic building mindset. And this, you know, desire to build the best and most stable systems for the long-term rather than ones that optimize for things in the short term. And like, that's very much in the cosmos culture and something we've frankly been like widely criticized for, you know, I think the meme that's been going around over the last few months is like, do you want to be right? Or do you want to make money? And like. The cosmos people have wanted to be right rather than make money, and you know that that stings a little bit for me personally because um you know I, I want to make money and I want to be right um, but you know it's like it kind of implies that we we haven't been trying to make money over here, uh, but that we are right in some way, so yeah, um that was an unfocused thought, um but I think it sort of bears on this, and you know we have we we have all along had the right architecture here in cosmos and i think the increasing recognition of that is great for us as an ecosystem and like whether or not bad kids is this sort of cultural marker that ends up signifying allegiance to this sort of like correct idea of the way blockchain should scale like i i don't think we can answer that But I do think that it's gonna be interesting over the next 12 to 24 months to see how much of a distinct Cosmos culture remains and how much we see just kind of a fusion of Ethereum and Cosmos um, or a fusion of the, the Solana ecosystem and Cosmos, or just more broadly a fusion of all of these different crypto ecosystems. Because one of my biggest theories is when you have chain abstraction, i.e., you know, what IBC is. You know, we've always talked about IBC falling into the background and users not having to worry about the sharp edges there. And like now, the meta is chain abstraction. And like, that's some shit we've been talking about for like three fucking years. Um, But as that chain abstraction continues further and further, what's going to be more and more important is applications. And these tribes that we've built around these, quote unquote, L1s and, quote unquote, L2s and, ecosystems are going to diminish in in importance as we're sort of like onboarding people onto Farcaster or, you know, um, different DeFi platforms like Astroport, which is spread across a number of chains. Applications are going to be progressively more and more multi-chain. So um, how bad kids and the culture that we've created here kind of interacts with that over time is going to be really interesting to watch. Uh, amazing. And so,
1: w- like, if like earlier people used to ask us, how do I get started with Cosmos? It's so hard because y- you have just different chains. Um, and it's like, I, I know like CryptoCita has been mentioning about this for a very long time. You just go build a Kepler, um, go to Osmosis, buy stars, and go buy bad kits, and you will know the end to end flow of how Cosmos works, how, what is IBC, how Xs work, everything. Um, but it's like increasingly now becoming more relevant as you want to get involved within the culture. You just buy a bat kit and you like put a BM and there would be like, um, hundreds of other cosmonauts would come in and you would follow you and like suddenly you become the part of the community. Do you agree to that point that it's like the easiest now entry point to get into the cosmos builder ecosystem like then?
3: Yeah, I think that that's definitely one way to look at it um we've always been an incredibly opening open and like welcoming community um you know i think that the best way to get into the cosmos builders ecosystem is to build something and buying an nft doesn't necessarily get you immediate respects it might get you a couple of answers to dms but uh the way that you become a part of the builder community is to like ship <laughs>
1: yeah that that that, that's very true um the meritocratic nature uh within cosmos is very very high um and um that that also goes to like huge shout out to every team within cosmos ecosystem that has been just shipping endlessly um like having it plugs in from all the other narratives, this doesn't work, that doesn't work, there's no vibes in Cosmos, all of that. And now I feel like Cosmos is reaching this um, escape velocity where you see um, some part of Cosmos philosophy embedded into every project that's out there. Um recently read a tweet about like how Cosmos has inspired almost like everything that is being done in Ethereum ecosystem is inspiring. New ecosystems that are coming in. So it's almost become like um, the playground or like the grassroot of like all innovation um, within the broader uh, crypto ecosystem. But with that, um, I think so there's very good points covered today. Um, And thank you everyone for joining. wasn't expecting so many people to come in um, and Jack jumping in with so many good ideas. Any closing thoughts? Like, what do you think um, you mentioned about this briefly that 12 to 24 months, it will be very interesting to see the interactions of bad kids with how um, Cosmos ecosystem is becoming more interwoven and like there is more abstraction coming around. But what do you think if today, um, you have to think about Bad Kits, and you have to think about Cosmos. What, are, what is that very unique thing which Bad Kids has and other, like other NFT collections don't have, for example?
3: You know, it's. I mean, the easy answer here is the culture. It's it's the specific set of people that embody the collection. And when you go look at the prominent folks who rock bad kids, like that's the culture like the the culture is the sum of the different people in it, and this is unique in cosmos. you know we have a unique set of folks here I think one thing that I would say about cosmos is like if you look at Ethereum, they were very successful and created a lot of like very, very rich people for you know lack of a better word and You know, that is heavily influenced Ethereum culture. And to this day, there's still tons of people who, you know, have fortunes that they've made on Ethereum and are continuing to build on top. Um, That set of people has their own set of values and vibes and, you know, that's embodied more by seats on the uh, Protocol Guild or, you know, being in the Ethereum Core Dev Council or you know, uh, being a part of particular venture funds and, and, and things like that. And in Cosmos, we had a kind of a different path. And because they're, you know, Atom is a central token, but um, much less and less. And because of the way the Atom distribution worked out and all of these different things, Cosmos is spread out amongst a lot of different chains. And, and there have been kind of fewer things holding us together than that core Ethereum group that can organize around ETH, the token um in a way that cosmos has never been able to organize around adam the token. So um yeah, I think that the the group of people that embody cosmos is this bad kid crew and like that is that is a really cool and unique thing that that no other no other nft has. Awesome.
1: That's a great point. Um I, I'm going to use this line culture as the sum of the um individuals in it. And um, with that, like we just do it usually 40, 45 minutes. Um, and it was great to have everyone trying to do this every week um, to bring together something about culture, crypto, and particularly more about how that is growing within Cosmos ecosystem more and more. Um, and we keep doing these um, small efforts around like educating people around Cosmos, educating about what's happening new, with a much more easier um, interface that's bad kids. And um, yeah, please chime in uh, on um, like these, if you have ideas about what could be different topics that can be discussed, please like tag me or just put it out. Um, Yeah, and thank you so much, everyone. Have a great weekend ahead. Um, And I hope so you all are having a good time. Of course, the market is, picking up very quickly a lot of things are happening um and with that excitement is also rising up so um, i hope everyone is getting some time to touch the grass and with that you know bye-bye um and have a very very bad weekend ahead fucking and, terrible
3: yeah, just the worst i hope you all have an awful day <laughs> later everybody <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, everyone. Motherf- Motherfucker's screaming out loud looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the birds. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape them under the earth. Sit and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfucker's walking around here looking faceless trying to make a living Southern friendship bracelets. Dead and dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days Got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenotics They oh, oh, oh. probing this bear Flexing broken knives. Oh, oh. I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting natas And then to end a long day Eleven bowls of chronic Never known a politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy To pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists Jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity Before they hit rock bottom Over impossible losses, all moss And I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning Toxic. Just to get a better place, smacking on the hostage Like the shit is play for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these maybellies They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats tearing apart your community. All these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Gotta plan it in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back 10 stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats, And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these